Hi guys, this is Jackie Cooper. I'm with Crypto Mom and I am super excited to always bring you updates in the technology and the cryptocurrency world. And today Brett Frazier is here. He is involved in technology. He is also um, very knowledgeable in the crypto area. Both of us are not registered financial advisors. We are sharing information with you about um, the cryptocurrency world from our own personal opinions and journeys um, as we explore this area. And uh, Brett, thank you so much for being here. You've already opened up my eyes to so many things even before we became uh, on the record on um, recording. So thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Absolutely my pleasure, Jackie. I'm doing wonderful. Hope you and your viewers are as well. Greatly appreciate the kind words. Uh, as you mentioned, I am a technologist. I'm currently Chief Operations Officer at Jolt Advantage Group, where I mostly focus on robotic process automation and AI. But uh, being a father myself, I like to... That's okay. We both have dogs. <laughs> support my dog in her barking because there could be something out back that she has to work at. She's not a crypto investor, however I am. It's okay. She, she'll she'll quiet down. It's fine. No, it, no, she won't. It's okay. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, we are going to be talking today about a lot of things that I never even knew about. And when you were talking about um, technology on, for those that follow me on Jay Cooper Travels, which is another podcast, we were talking about automation and, and the, my, my brain was just kind of exploding because I was thinking cryptocurrency, decentralized technology, you know, currency, money, everything. You were talking about a bank that looked at brick and mortar and knew that the trend was going to be not. And, um, and they had the foresight to, um, to go a different direction. Um, how did you become involved in the cryptocurrency area? Let's start there because you, I don't want to do all the talking. You're, uh, you're, you have so much information. I just want to have everyone kind of dive deep sure. into it. My first foray into crypto was actually in mining and purchasing the components necessary to stand up a mining farm uh, in the infancy. This was 2010-ish, uh, maybe 2010 or 2013 sometime. And uh, we did okay. It was mostly just figuring out the hash and trying to figure out how do we find it, but it was in its infancy. Then I became an investor. Uh, I would say three to five years ago, I started investing and found out that that's a little bit faster return than trying to mine for yourself. Mining is typically about scale, but investing is mostly about trends as well as risk tolerance. After that, I supported others, listened to other people's stories and really kind of got into it. It's much different than a stock trade or stock investing or options or Forex. It's really understanding uh, a decentralized non-currency and investing in the trends that could be driven. So for me, I love chaos. And if I'm able to invest in something that's chaotic, well, let's see what happens. So that's how I start. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, hash. I'm, I'm new to this. 
I've heard that term before. What is that? It's trying to find the little bitty flag inside the code that says, this is my part of the coin. Ah. It's the code that's written to discover. Got it. Okay. All right. So for those that um, have been following me, the the one coin that I am involved with at the moment is called BizCoin. And so I'm learning more about that coin. And I learned that it is part of the Ethereum blockchain. And I've learned that Ethereum is open source. So again, everyone, you're going with me on this journey. I'm a newbie here. And so as I'm learning terms, I'm going to be asking the questions from people, you know, who have much more experience. So one of the questions that you and I have been talking about is what do you think of the current crypto wave and should people get on the wagon or not? You know, again, you say you like chaos. I like order, but I definitely, so we're two different, you know, but I understand that there, that there's a wave to kind of surf. So what's your thoughts? Well, between order and chaos, there's room for everyone in this world. That's right. But the interesting thing about a wave is, are you talking about today, this week, this month, this past year, this decade? Which wave exactly, right? And should people do it? Well, for me, I love the ups and downs that crypto's provided just in these past two years. Uh, let's take Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin alone has caused many to go through its crazy waves. But from an investing standpoint, all investing is about tolerance of risk. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a, a craps table. You don't have to bet, but it's so fun when you do. <laughs> By no means, like you mentioned, I'm an expert, but I don't mind sharing my own experience. Now, Captain Obvious shows us that crypto is volatile. If somebody sneezes, the price drops. So what are you going to do? Because we all got allergies this time of year. Now, I think that I've learned to sticking to anything over time should, should deliver some level of return. Like, think about it. Just because you may have lost something doesn't mean that you didn't learn something. So short sellers, they're going to miss out on that current wave because they have to repurchase. Current price this morning of Bitcoin was $35,271. I know that because every day I'm obsessed and I have to look and go, okay. <laughs> I can remember a number. One year ago today, I looked because I know I was going to talk to you. It was $8,021. If I would have put my money in, it would have been a 4x return today. Not bad. If I would have only put in $5, I'd have 20 now. 5 million, 20 million. Wow. Now, I believe people should do their own research. They got to determine what's best for them. Mm, talking to friends who are millionaires, they didn't do it in a year's time. It's done slowly over time with investment diversity. You can't just put all your eggs in one basket. Those of you who were investing in 2019 and lost it in the 2020 wave, that's that basket I was talking about. So for me, uh, I think crypto is kind of going to re redefine that path to financial success over the next generation because there are traders out there that put their money in. And there's millennials that are thinking, hey, this is something that can be done with minimal work gig type level 
I'll bring my best, brightest friends together. We'll pull our money and roll those dice. So should they get on that wagon or not? Why not? Give it a shot. Well, I know I heard about crypto way back when Bitcoin started. And I thought, oh, that's cute. It's going to pass. And obviously it passed me way by. And then this past year, I thought, what have I been waiting for? And um, so that's when um, through uh, someone that I met in Scotland, I was introduced to Bitcoin. What interested me about that digital coin is that it has an ecosystem and it's registered and and it's registered in Estonia. Now you were telling me something about Estonia that just fascinates me. But before we talk about Estonia, I when doing my research, I learned that there are registered coins and non-registered coins. And what impressed me about um, the registered coin was that it there's more hoops you have to go through. And again, all these coins have white papers. So you have to you have to do your own research and read and see what the vision of the coin is. But my thought was that with a registered coin, it's less likely that um, something might happen, even though there's always something that can happen. So there was that about Bizcoin that I liked. And then the other thing that I liked about Bizcoin is that I only had to work it one day a week. What I mean by that is that on a Monday, I would go into my back office where the coin is and my coins are, and I would click a little cog and it would start trading. So I'm earning from the coin value, from the trading, things like that. So this to me was a perfect way as a beginner in the crypto area to have a taste of it and now that i'm more comfortable i'm looking at okay now what do i do now where do i go where can i explore now that like you said about the risk and what i was willing to put into bizcoin when i um invested in it um at the beginning it was 0.41 euro now it's a 0.83 euro it's gone go. up. That's on the on the back office side. On the and it's on six different. No, it's going to be on seven different uh, markets, Coin Market Cap and others. Oh. And uh, Hubie, I think, is the, the 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 newest one that it's about to go on. So that'll be a whole nother podcast, guys, on um, all those different marketplaces. But you were telling me, because it's registered in Estonia, you were telling me about Estonia, and it was fascinating. Yeah, smart move. Uh, Estonia is outrageously impressive with their use of technology. Surprisingly, you would think a Japan, a U.S., a Norway, or somewhere like that would be the most advanced digital country. It's Estonia. How? Well, Estonia stopped thinking from a data standpoint and started thinking from a citizen standpoint. How can we allow citizens to benefit from the use of data? Of course, encrypted at times or available freely. Forms went away because you can fill out a digital form. And instead of filling out a digital form, just tell us who you are and prove it because we already have the data. No more need to populate the form. You just log in. And you select the service that you want and most public services are available to you. Currency is all backed by encrypted or uh, digital coinage, as well as digitized credit card processing and transactions. 
education is backed, insurance is backed. Uh, it's digitized. It's the most digitally advanced country. And that's so impressive. I didn't really consider Estonia all the way up until about three years ago when I found out they're riding the wave and they're pushing citizen services as a result of it. Super impressive. So it's no surprise to me that it's a, a an Estonian uh, type of mechanism. You know, that absolutely makes sense to me. But think about it from that evolution. You mentioned that, well, let me, let me use a relevant example. The first time someone encounters a casino, it's scary. Oh no, casinos aren't here to make me rich. They're here to take my money. But the lights and the noises and there's drinks over there. And oh my God, wait, I can just put money in the slot machine and pull that lever. Sir, certainly I can do that. I can push that button, just like clicking that gear. And you're doing your part. I'll just pull this, grab a drink. Yeah, pull it again. Ooh, I won. That feels good. Now the returns you're going from 43 cents to 82 cents, your return yeah you want you got the payout but then people say hmm i wonder if i should try blackjack Ooh, there's rules there but the rules are kind of simple maybe if i do a little bit of investigation i might be able to you know what let me just put five dollars down on the table nobody else is sitting here it's just my loss and oh my gosh i just doubled my return with barely even knowing the rules it's kind of where crypto is for many of us who are beginners or could consider themselves beginners um, I think it was Wayne Gretzky tells us that you'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So what are you waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> Estonia already took the shot and now their citizens are reaping benefits on the daily. Well, the other thing that I'm seeing becoming more mainstream, crypto is definitely becoming more mainstream and in our daily ecosystem i mean that was the other reason why i was interested in bitcoin it has an ecosystem which means i can use the coin just like a united states currency i can use the coin in the united states market i can use the bitcoin in the ecosystem that they're creating i can use it for real estate i can use it to get a major gift card name brand gift cards um you know there's games there's a whole slew of stuff travel Travel. Sure. That was the other thing. Since I'm in the travel space, I was interested in that. Um, so what, you know, in terms of, um, I mentioned that I was afraid of crypto. What What do you think, you know, what's the biggest fear that you hear of in opponents of crypto? What What's their biggest fear? Here's what's funny. It's usually the unknown. Um, your paycheck is sacred, isn't it? You guard it. You, you don't share your bank account number because that's where the ACH deposit sends it. You don't want somebody taking it. Last week, the first NFL contract that's paid in Bitcoin was signed. Was it really? It was. I don't know the player's name. I could Google it, but uh, it's there. Check it out. First NFL contract backed by Bitcoin. His salary is being paid in Bitcoin. Brilliant. You know, the other thing that I saw that was posted, um, I think there were two bars in New York that were sold and they got Bitcoin. Yes, absolutely. So the, the fear of the opponents, the first, like I said, it's the unknown. Uh, for instance, tell me who the founder of Bitcoin is. Nobody knows. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, Bizcoin. Yes, right? yes. There's 
there's a group. Yes. So that's kind of the registered versus unregistered. Bitcoin never can be because who's responsible? Everybody. Now, many see the return from uh, a crypto coin, but they shy away from it because they don't understand how the system works, right? You know your paycheck, you put in time, and every hour equals a certain amount, and you receive that amount, and once they take the taxes, there you've got the leftover. That's your, your profit for your time. Time equals money. Everybody gets that. But with crypto, what does money equal? Mining? How does that work? What do we do? You know, it's, it's mysterious, and... Uh, JFK, we often fear that which we don't understand, I think, or, or fear not what you can do for your country, something like that. Fear of the unknown is what's making people shy away from it. Second is the unproven rate of return. Um, you can go to 401ks and they say 6 to 14% return year over year over year. How come you only got four? But unproven rate of return, like I mentioned with Bitcoin, that huge up and down, up and down, that hurt. Now, they're doing much, much better. Now, while we've seen massive gain over the past year, what about the previous years? How do you predict the future for something that hasn't been trended or tracked? Those valleys are deep. They may continue. We don't know. Can't predict the future yet. But how can we prepare or plan for those valleys? And does, cryptos, does crypto bounce like metals when stock suffers? We don't know. They're not truly hedged one against each other because it's a totally different type of financial commodity. And what are these trends in valleys and peaks driven by in crypto? We're really still learning how to maximize those gains. That's why every time there's a surge, everybody's like, oh my gosh, look, look, and look. And they're like, shoot, sure, I'm glad I invested like a month ago. <laughs> but if it's bad, they're like, oh, well, let's not talk about that right now. Because it'll come back, right, right? Everybody's excited. And then lastly, it's kind of the, uh, uh, anon uh, the anonymousness of it and uh, the lack of regulation that makes it kind of seem like it's a bad thing, a black market tool. Ooh, isn't that the currency they use for, for money laundering? Well, okay, fine, fair enough. So while there's large gains, if you were in the right place at the right time, might not have been so bad, uh, but this activity could fuel those types of uh, issues and uh, areas that, that don't need to be fueled um, that many may shy away from supporting. Now, for instance, I wonder how many of your viewers back in the, I'll say mid-90s, invested in the Somali Pirate Investing Club. Probably not many because it was bad to buy guns for pirates. But that's how some nations started way back in the days. And now they're major world powers investing in pirating. But we didn't do it in the 90s. Now, here we are. It's not pirating work, but it's a centralized, a decentralized type of currency that fully anonymous and it could be taken advantage of. Now, people shy away from that. Well, some thoughts while you were talking, it occurred to me, um, you've talked about mining. And I know that coins have a cap in terms of the number of coins that actually um, can be created. Um, unlike the dollars or 
other currencies, which well, might, if you need more dollars, Fed Reserve will print some. <laughs> we used to be backed by gold, and then that got changed. And so, but um, what it occur, we have the Federal Reserve Bank, and they create coins and everything. And so, to me, in my head, mining is no different than going to a Federal Reserve and having the pennies and the dimes and the quarters minted. It's just so a different. The big difference is it takes an act of Congress in order for one to happen. Whereas if you just need more mind, more computers to the task, <laughs> it's a little bit more volatile in that aspect. That's true. That's true. But it, I was thinking to myself, well, they're both mining. It's just, you know, once decentralized, one centralized. Um, so in terms of um, just diversifying within crypto providers, um, Thoughts about that? Um, diversity is your friend, obviously. Um, the interesting thing of diversity is there's much more that you can do in crypto than just throw money at it. You can also throw time. So you could mine, you can invest, you can fully diversify and just say, you know what, enough with everything. I'll get a second mortgage and throw it all into crypto. Don't do that. No, I'm don't do that. Kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> there have been those that did. And they learned. They learned such a valuable lesson. Now, mining requires technical capabilities and power. A friend of mine named Souser, he is, is mining. And he is doing very, very good. But the power bill that he has to pay for may take some of those profits. It's not yeah. free power. So there's all these considerations, but he had to learn that over time. Just like with investing, it takes research, knowledge, funding, and like I mentioned at the very beginning, risk tolerance. Remember Wayne Gretzky, all that stuff, you're going you're gonna, to uh, miss out on the shots you don't take. So yes, people should try what they're passionate about and what their instincts push them to. Try it. But just like the casino, you don't walk up to the pit boss and say, here's my paycheck. Let's put it all on red. You've got to wade into it. you got to go slow at first. Figure it out. Investing is not a today thing. It's an overtime thing. So go slow and see what happens. Yes, diversify. Try multiple things. Ice cream is good. But I eat more than one flavor than vanilla because there's a lot of flavors out there. Sometimes I put chocolate syrup on it because it tastes good. So make your decisions from instinct, passion, and knowledge. If you don't take the risk, you're going to lose the chance to do so. So yep. for the shot, yes, diversify. I would definitely agree with you. I would also say to all my listeners, um, you know, my purpose here is to, um, is to help educate. So definitely send me questions because your questions are probably my questions. And I would love to do the research um, to help you and help myself understand more. There are many platforms that I have access to that I'm open to sharing with everyone. So that way you can also educate yourself. So just reach, reach out to me, I'm happy to share. Definitely do your own research, as mentioned. We are not um, registered advisors. These are only our personal opinions. And we're learning through our, our own personal journeys. So um, it's definitely been um, exciting and um, you know eye-opening. I see the trends. I see PayPal, you know, offering cryptocurrency. You know, again, there are there are many 
places where there are pitfalls and you have to, which are different. You have to know how to move your coins to a wallet. If you don't, if you don't go into a physical bank and there's an account there, even though banks might not actually have all the money that you think in their vault. But again, that's a digital currency that they're using to transfer from one account to another, but that's a whole nother podcast. So what I'm saying is that definitely, you know, check it out, get involved, do your research and um, ask questions. That's what I've done. Um, and that's what everyone else is doing. Brett, thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have more conversations with you being in the technology area, with you being um, both crypto curious as well as crypto knowledgeable. I know we're going to have fun talking in the future about a variety of topics. So thank you so much for being here today. Of course, it was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Good luck investing out there. Thank you. Talk to you soon.